you know, and we and I'm not even going to name countries, but you you get the idea of what I'm Damn saying it. here. Now, people come here because they get away from oppression and they want to try to make a life for themselves. And again, I'm okay with that. But if you're going to come here, man, you know what? Maybe you should sow the same courtesy back and respect our shit and don't fuck with our shit. You know, and do a little conformity so of your own. You're talking about when they... When they changed it so they could wear their turban outfit, like dude, their turban hat. Dude, instead I of knew. Instead Canadian Mountie police hat. I knew fucking times were changing. Way back when, when I think I was still in school actually, or I had just gotten out of school maybe, when they decided to take the Lord's Prayer and the National Anthem out of schools. Now, the Lord's Prayer, whatever, I get it. Religion is just a fucking opinion. Okay. He talk about I but, listen to the national anthem every morning. In but school. if you aren't supposed to, you know, when it comes to the anthem, you are in Canada. Stand up, take your fucking hat off, show respect for two minutes during the anthem, and then start your school day. That used to be mandatory, man. Still is. Not in not in every school, buddy. Just saying. That's fucked up. Yeah, it is fucked up. But look it up. I'm not bullshitting. Back in my day. You had to go through that, then you had to go through announcements. And then, you know, basically your first 20 minutes of your day, you were just sitting at your desk listening to the principal go on and on about shit. Don't do that now, man. Don't even do the national anthem in a lot of schools. Fuck. That's fucking stupid. That's just one thing that has been irritating the shit out of me. Did you enjoy that big gulp of sunny? Yeah, I did. Not a sponsor. But here's here's... The bigger point I'm getting at. As this conversation went on, up came the subject. I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to anyways. Because anyway, it's going to sound bad. White power. The subject of white power came up. And I don't mean it. Okay. Before everybody loses their fucking mind, I'm not saying like, you know, Ku Klux Klan shit. I'm saying how basically... White Panther? No. But how basically the it used to be common knowledge that the white man in particular, so I'm going back, so by not being a sexist pig here really, when they were considered basically the top of the food chain as far as people go in the world. Just, do you know what I'm saying? You follow yeah. me so far? Well, much like the Roman Empire, we were just saying how the mighty has fallen. Because the world, for better or for worse, does not conform to the white person's needs anymore. And, without sounding racist, but here's the God-honest truth, especially if you think about it. But you have to think about it from that person's perspective, per se. Here's the thing. White people, and and everybody else can argue with me till they're blue in the face. But if you stop think about it, white people are not allowed to be racist. They're not. And a white person cannot say in public a lot of things that other people get away with. As an example, again, out in public, you hear black people calling each other the you-know-what word. If a white guy said that, even jokingly, to someone else, what are you, bud man? What are you? A fucking racist. That's right. But here's the thing. If you're a white person, you call another white person cracker, honky, You're still a racist. That white person doesn't catch on to it for quite a little bit. He's still being racist. 
call it what you think it is, but... Well, under the definition and the term, you know... I just believe if they can say that word and the N-word or whatever and... But you're white, you can't, you're white male, you're not allowed. I'm not saying it's a black people, I'm not walking up to them being like, hey, my hobby. Yeah, but you can't say it at all. That's my point. See? You're shaking your head in the microphone, but you know exactly what I'm saying. Because you can't say what you want to say next, because... Now, how fucked up is this? Now, what kind of a world do we live in? Stop and think about it for a minute. As we were saying, at work the other day to each other... What kind of a world do we live in now where, you know, just about anybody else anywhere can say, talk smack, say whatever they want. And, and later we're going to, a little bit into the show, we're going to have a little wrestling talk and we're going to talk a little more about racism. But anyways, or so-called racism. But anyways, back to what I was saying. It's amazing to us that most people can get away with saying things to other people of other colors. But a white person says that same thing, and the whole world goes mad. I know. I know. I just wanted to bring it up because it's not a white world. I don't care what anyone says, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. Again, we fucked a lot of shit up. So, you know what? And there are a lot of intelligent, smart, educated people out in the world that are not white that can get her done. But I'm just saying, in terms of, when you're looking at it like the Roman Empire, how the mighty has fallen. Really. Really. We we do not have it going on like we used to, per se. Does that make sense to you? It's going to be fun to listen to this. Let's see if it does. i tell you that much. I think I know. I, I've smoked a couple, but I'm pretty sure I... To be clear, we are not yeah. racist. No, that's not what I know, and I knew this was going to come across as any way you look at it. Oh, this is going to be bad, but it's been eating away at my fucking brain since this conversation. What I'm saying, people, at the end of the day, it's not a white man's world anymore, and that's a good thing. But at the end of the day, you know, as a white person, a white male, please stop treating it like the good old days around me, because it's not. And I'm quite aware of it. Thank you. There, that's a summary of all my blathering there in the first part. Ta-da. That's it? No. That's just one thing. I got like 16 things in my book of bullshit that I had to bring up before we even get to this fucking show. That's just number one. Yeah, buckle up, people. It's gonna be a fucking ride. Oh! Hey. On a better note, Bloodshot. We saw the trailer for it the other day. That fucking trailer looks amazing. The new Vin Diesel movie coming out in March. Vin Diesel. Honestly, I was kind of... I'm pretty pumped for as this. As long as he doesn't talk that much. It's like you said to me when we were watching it. He's like Sylvester Stallone. If you don't yeah, know. he's a great action hero. Yeah. Just don't give him a ton of dialogue. That's my opinion. But I will say the trailer does look pretty good. And me, I'm just excited because, well, we both are because we've read a lot of Valiant comics. And that's great that this universe is finally getting some exposure. I'm not, honestly. That's awesome. I'm excited to go see this movie, but I'm not as excited for what's going to be next. You know what I mean? I want fucking Shadow Man. Oh, it better be. It's going to be fucking. As long as they do the first one. Like this fucking Bloodshot Yeah, as long movie, as right? this Bloodshot movie, everybody goes out and sees it, man. 
and gets on board, there'll be a lot of, I, I truly believe a lot of great movies on Valiant characters coming out in the next decade, which is awesome. Because that's a great universe. Eventually it'll all lead up to Exo Man of War. Yeah. Everybody, though, you should check it out, man. Check out the trailer. Seriously, go on YouTube. You can find it. It's pretty cool. So I hope it all works out for sure. I just wanted to bring that out and put a little shout out. So then if it does get big later, we can go, hey, go back to episode, what are we on? 16? And listen to the commentary, man. We're ahead of the game. We knew this shit was going to be good. And then if it's not, well, you know what? We're only human. But, I mean, the trailer looks like it should be pretty kick Trying to be the oracles of the internet. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. So, another thing I've been into lately, ladies and gentlemen. Now I'm just casually talking because I'm building myself up to some more controversial bullshit. But these are just things that I wanted to bring up this week. And, you know, I've been into audiobooks lately. You know, there's tons of them online that you can find. Uh, I listened to The Complete Dracula. And now I'm doing Frankenstein. I'm trying to do all the classic uh, monster-type uh, audiobooks. Because it's great, because I can sit there, listen to it, play video game. Ah, which is one of the subjects this week. Segwayed that in just nicely there. Did I segue it? No. I guess I just kind of, I don't know, whatever. Whatever. But, uh, yeah. You should check out some of these things online. I'll actually, now, I just picked up the Sith Handbook. Star Wars Handbook Audio Edition. So I'm going to read that and hopefully become a Sith Lord. That would be cool. There's a lot of free ones online. You know what? Sometimes you just want to be read to. Fuck it. So I just want to put a shout out to audiobooks. I remember I came into the studio the one day and I was hearing like this British guy. He's like, and you saw this. Yeah, man. I was like, what Crazy old And you're like, oh, it's just an audiobook. Yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, man. So soothing. Yeah. So we've all done it. And as I said earlier, everybody knows my plight earlier, my professional plight, but now I'm back on track. I'm working again. Man, it's fucked up when you get comfortable at one spot, and then all of a sudden you're out of there, and then you got to go start somewhere else, man. You know, I I never realized until the first couple days I was there, actually, how fucking socially awkward that can be more than anything else. It's kind of fucked up. That's why most people stay at their jobs. Yeah, well, I didn't have much of a choice. Because they just get really comfortable. Well, that's what's happening at this place I'm at now. They have people that have worked there forever because it's just they get too damn comfortable, right? But now they can't really function at another job in the real world. What are they going to do now? But anyways, I just wanted to uh, bring that up. And if uh, you got any horror stories like that, awkwardness and shit like that when you start a new job somewhere, any job in particular, like you felt like you were, you know, you were almost in the twilight zone or another world or something. When I returned to the kitchen industry the second time. Yeah. Oh my fucking god. I walked into the kitchen yeah. and I started cooking. Yeah. I was like, this is why I hate doing this. Instantly. Just nothing happened other than I was just cooking. I was like, oh, I fucking hate this. That's a shitty fucking industry. Dude. It is a shitty industry. No, really. You just feel shitty and then on top of it, you go home greasy as fuck. Like, if any industry needed a union, honest to God, I've always said, there's one of them. 
Like, I, when I worked in the food industry for almost 30 fucking years, let me tell you, you see so much shit and abuse. It's not even funny. Like, wow. Like, if you're not a good, like, a wait staff, as an example, if you're a waiter or waitress, if you don't know how to communicate to people, and you're not a people person, you can't live. You can't. You're dead. Yeah, because you don't can receive tips. Yeah. Like, you're dead. There is an art form to that shit, though, I truly believe. I met a few people where they naturally, like, you could just see it. You know, like the natural baseball player or whatever. Or oh, like yeah. Wayne they Gretzky. Know the plays. They know the plays. They can either be slutty, smart. Yeah, know, man. Nice. Yeah. Although I will say, in the food industry, you meet some of the craziest and most colorful motherfuckers. Holy shit, yep. That's for sure. Like, you want to talk about all balls and circus freaks. That's Those this are... is. Those are the guys that have been there for, like, years when you go into those jobs, and they're the guys that train you. And they're like, well, I've seen this happen, and this happen, and this has happened. And then someone comes in that night, and he's looking at him weird. He's like, yo, that guy almost robbed the place. You should probably get a knife. That's when you're like, shit, this industry is fucking crazy. I worked at one place, there'll be no name said. But they literally had somebody walk into the office. Grabbed their fucking money box, rummaged through their shit on camera, walk out the back door and have the cook who's working in the back willingly open the back door and let him out. Everybody was oblivious to the shit and the guy I don't think ever got cut. How fucked up is that? That's so fucked. That's like, oh, you stole our shit? Here, let me open up the door for you. Yeah, man. That's fucked up. You having problems with the door? (laughs) Let me get that for you. Oh, shit. Holy Christ. Lordy, lordy. So, sad news, I guess, this week. The Rock's dad died, Rocky Johnson. He was 75 years old. He was a Canadian, I might add. And uh, a hell of a fine athlete. So, our condolences to The Rock and his family, because that sucks. It does suck. But hopefully, I'm sure The Rock will uh, keep going, and I'm sure his dad will always be alive, as long as The Rock's alive. So, that's a good thing. Talk about not being alive, though. Not so much. (sighs) These Australian wildfires. Since September. September, motherfuckers. The fires have destroyed an area now, they say, approximately the size of West Virginia. That's a fucking lot of real estate. And 25 people have died already because of these wildfires. Well, everybody knows about the wildfires that are going on there and how donations are pouring in. So, this kind of struck me just a little odd. Hear me out. Right, I got reading it and there were they've had donations from lots of people, right? Like... Famous people from Nicole Kidman and her husband, that country fucking singer, Keith Urban. Elton John, for fuck's sakes, just gave a million dollars in relief. Right, out of his own pocket. Sir Elton John. Leonardo DiCaprio reported he put out a mill. And then, here comes fucking Metallica. A band. There's, what, four motherfuckers in that band? Something like that? Four or five? All they came up with between all of them was 700000 Now, I'm not trying to start anything here, but I'm just saying, boys, come on. I mean, everyone else is going a million or better. Like, dude, 
<laughs> What's wrong with you guys? And you know what? Anyways, Metallic, if you ask me, is a lot like fucking ACDC. You heard one, you heard them all. Anyways. But the point is, it's not like they haven't made money. Come on, get with the program, guys. You just look... All I'm saying is now they just look like shitheads. <laughs> you know, because they were the guys that were like, you know what? We're going to go a little low. This For whatever reason. For whatever reason. Although that is pretty bad out there, man. Have you seen fucking There's footage so of that shit? There's so many fucking kangaroos that are fucking being... Dude! Shelter. Thank God for editing. Shelters. Man, I saw... Did you see the... I don't know how much of that footage you looked up, but did you see the footage of the fucking koala bear that was burnt to a crisp on the side of the road? No. Man, this sounds fucking intense. Pretty disturbing, man. Like just pictures like that. You know what I mean? Like when you look it up, like it's terrible. Like the pictures that you see, you could just see the destruction and death, and it's just fucked up down there, man. Those wildfires are crazy. It's fucking nuts down there. But my point was, was I just thought it was, you know, when I got this, when I got reading about it and that, and I thought, wow, you cheap sons of bitches, Metallica. You guys are fucking cheap. What the fuck, man? 25 people dead, like, they have to rebuild probably by the time all said and done half their fucking country. Like, not cool, man. Not cool. We know you have it. That's all I'm saying. We know you have it. Why? Why you gotta be, why you gotta be like that? Cheap motherfuckers. So this is kind of interesting, too. Uh, do you know that there is a league, a hockey league that is going to be played next year and it's going to be complete three-on-three hockey yeah it's like nationally televised yeah 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 three ice was founded by uh ej johnson uh he's the son of former nhl goalie coach and executive ed johnson uh hall of famer craig patrick is involved in this too basically i guess this is how it's gonna go it's gonna utilize a full-size rink every game will consist of two eight-minute halves Using a running clock to keep the end-to-end action moving, which makes sense. Uh, Three ice will consist of eight teams and travel to different cities during the summer, which makes sense. Because you wouldn't want it at the same time the NHL is on and all the other leagues or who the hell would watch it. Uh, There will be a bracket-style tournament to determine a new champion Uh, at each stop. They want former NHL and pro hockey players to take part. Uh... Yeah, fans, they plan fans will enjoy basically nine hockey-filled weekends in nine different locations in the U.S. and Canada. The league has TV deals in the States with CBS Sports and here in Canada with TSN and RDS. So, you know what I say? Fucking the overtime, three-on-three overtime, five-minute overtime in the NHL is absolutely electrifying. It's fucking dynamite. They could put it up to 10 minutes, and I'd be like, fuck yeah. So, I mean, if they have skill in this league, I say, fucking right. We should all check it out. I just thought it was kind of interesting. I wanted to bring that interesting. up. Just especially for people that enjoy, you know, watching that three-on-three. What's that one game we watched the other night? Oh, Boston and Philadelphia where Marshawn fucked up, and Philadelphia won. And they went into fucking overtime before they went oh, to the shootout. Oh, yeah, that was holy shit. That was an intense game. Yeah, man, that was fucking crazy, wasn't it? So that's what I mean. If they can bring even fucking three quarters of that to that league, that kind of intensity in action, might be worth checking out. Hey. So I saw 
Mm. This kind of stuff, I don't know, it, maybe it annoyed me too much. Maybe I overthought it. But I saw this sign the other day, motherfuckers, and well, it was a sticker, to be exact, on the back of this truck. And it certainly looked like a hillbilly truck from hell. And it said on it, we should get rid of Trudeau now! Exclamation point. I got thinking about it, right? Here's the thing, bud, man. I got thinking about this shit. And especially recently with all the bullshit that went on with Trump and fucking Iran. And by the way, by the way, fuck Donald Trump. Because here's the thing. All those Canadians in that plane died. From last, I, I heard there wasn't even an American on the plane anyways. So, hey, Donald, what the fuck do you care? Right? I mean, what are we? We're, uh, can fucking snow Mexicans, aren't we? Isn't that what he called us? Yep. He wanted to build the fucking wall, and most of the Canadians, most of us Canadians are like, please put up the fucking wall. I said, let's do one better. Let's put fucking walls up all around each fucking coast of America while we're at it. Put their wall up in Mexico, and then people would just fill it full of fucking water. God almighty. Fuck me with a fine-tooth comb. And we drain it and reclaim the land. I know, it's savage. And we call it Can-Mexico. Can-Mex. Sounds like a cereal brand. Then we can all eat burritos all the time. <coughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, things I just want to grab a fucking rusty fucking toenail clipper and continuously try to jab myself in the eyeball. It just... Blew me away because I'm thinking, you know what? It could always be worse. You, you motherfucker. And anyways, he might not have a majority government right now, but the motherfucker still got voted in. And why? I'll tell you why at the end of the day. Because look at who the fuck he was running against. Give me a fucking break. The one fucking knob has already stepped down. Like, fuck me. Mr. PC fucking, I sold fucking fraud insurance or whatever. Oh, he was with the Conservatives. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking gone. Yeah, he stepped down. Yeah, it didn't take him long. Elections. Yeah, come on. You didn't take Trudeau, you didn't take that guy. That guy. Come <clears throat> on. Like, fuck. And here's this fucking clown running around like, fucking, let's get rid of Trudeau now like he's Donald Trump. I'll tell you what. Trudeau is, Prime Minister Trudeau, he is going to start World War Three. Fucking Trump was well on his way a week ago, motherfucker. So, fuck you. You know, you want America? Fuck you. Fuck Donald Trump. That's from the fucking snow Mexican. Ariba. Wouldn't it be, uh, A? What? Because we say A. A? So. Well, fine. Yeah, I'd your own A to the end of it. Mexicans, A? Ole, A! I don't know. I don't know. That works. Ole, A! I don't know. It's fucked up, though. Sounds like something a fucking Mexican fucking old Mexican whore would say just as she's about to get banged. Ole! I don't know. Maybe I'm just... Maybe that's a stretch. Maybe we'll edit that. I don't know. Maybe we won't. If it's in there, you'll hear it. If not, I guess you won't fucking hear it. Hmm. Or maybe I'll just take it out and leave this whole little side conversation in and it won't make any sense. Yeah, you've done that shit before, too. Yeah, I'm on to you. So, as of this recording... Tonight is the fucking UFC fucking fight. The big fucking return of Conor McGregor. So I had to bring this up just because I know there are people out there that are interested in it. 
So I figure, hey, you know, that's the least I could do, I suppose. Uh, you have to excuse me for a minute, motherfuckers. Even though my ringer is off, some asshole decides to fucking, uh, to text me. Oh, that asshole would be the lover. Oh, it's freezing rain now! Wherever she is on her way somewhere in, uh, the Stony Creek area. At 627, it's now 646. She texts me and said, freezing rain. That sucks. Well, I guess it does suck. Good thing we're in the studio. Anyways, before I was rudely interrupted by my goddamn phone, I was gonna say, fucking McGregor, he's fucking going at it with fucking uh, Cowboy Cerrone tonight, USC 246. McGregor's back. Woo! Fucking, you know, who, uh, who uh, last year got his ass kicked uh, by Khabib and then he disappeared. Now he's back. I take nothing from the guy, I suppose. I mean, he is 21-4. and four. He hasn't competed since 2000, late 2018. The way he lost was pretty bad for him. I don't know. It's going to be a good fight. Everybody has their own opinion. They, they think it could go either way. I just think uh, McGregor, if you don't win this fight, man, give it up. Give it up. I think this is a make it or break it for this guy. He'd yeah. be a great professional wrestling heel, though, I have to say. But it will be interesting. And it is in T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. So it's it's the big show at the big show. So if we're still recording by the time the fight is over, I will see if I can get some kind of result on that. Official result. So maybe stand by for that. This is probably going to be a long night of recording for us. So stand by. You never know. You might get the results right here. On Nothing Sacred. And before I continue, Budman, where can they find us? On YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and our website at www.nothingsacredpodcast.simplesite.com, motherfuckers. By the way, where's this commercial, man? I'm working late tonight. Okay, like, come on. It's been a while. We've been promising here for a while, man. Just saying. I'm just looking out for, you know... Our one listener, probably. Faithful listener. I don't even know what the numbers are, but I know, like, last time it said we had eight, but who knows if those eight people actually listen religiously or not. And if you do, wow, you're great. Anyways, glad to have you aboard. Takes one nut to know another, as they say. If that's the case, you're in the right spot. So thank God for editing, because right here, I've already gone on how long? 40 minutes. And I still got... Quite a few things to yammer on about. So, thank God for editing. We're going to... Um, well, I'm going to step out for a minute. Get some air. Have a smoke. Get a little more cancer into me. And then I'll be back. Because my ass... Can't say it with as much rage now. Because I had to do a double take here. But, we just went to Tim Hortons. And I got one of those fucking defaulty new lids. I hate these fucking lids. I don't know anybody that likes these fucking lids. Suck shit. I might as well drink my coffee lidless. You know how hard that is to do with the Tim Hortons? I feel like I'm drinking out of a fucking sippy cup. So dumb, man, when they change their lids, by the way. Piss me. It wasn't even like they changed them to save the environment. They just changed them. Yeah, to piss us all off. We saw the coolest shit today on TV. Thank you, National Graphic. For those of you that do not know, I love Shark Week. Watch it every year. I fucking love sharks. Sharks are awesome. We saw a video, Bud Man and I, of this ghost shark. You should look it up. It's pretty it's fucking, fucking wild. It's creepy looking. It's like 
fluorescent white almost. But like with a bluish tinge. It's like really weird. It has this crazy looking mouth too. It it looks like its mouth is just sewn in. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Check it out. It looks like its whole face is like sewn on. You know, so I gotta put a shout out to the ghost shark there. Just saying. And by the way, coming out of Tim Hortons, uh, it's not a white world. Just saying. Just wanted to clarify that. Now that I'm done filling my face with Timbits, I guess we So I was telling you, right? I started a new job. And then I got thinking, as I started the new job, because, you know, you're socially awkward. You have to keep yourself occupied. So I started thinking about jobs that will probably disappear very shortly. Just through the progress of, you know, things. Like, as an example... Cashiers, people who are cashiers, I'm sorry, but if you go down right now to Jackson Square and go to the Dollarama, they have a bunch of uh, check your own fucking shit out. I mean, when you go to check shit out at the grocery store like the Walmart, the more stores are getting them, right? The self checkout. Even fuck Canadian Tower has them now. Yeah, man. I think eventually they're just gonna get rid of the cashier. See that lid. And they're so convenient. How bad is it? Like, is it undrinkable? You can describe it. It's terrible. So he hands me this lid. And you know how, like, it's got the little part that you lift up? It just looks like a miniature BB went through it. It's terrible, people. And exploded it because he tried ripping it open. And it's undrinkable. I'll, I'll give him that. He's just drinking his coffee like a fucking savage right out of the fucking cup. Yeah, it's not pretty. Then I got thinking bank tellers. Same thing, though, right? I mean, most times, right, what do you do? You go to a bank machine. How often do you really do deal with the bank? That's true. I can kind of see that going the way of uh, the wind, too. Most things you can do online now, too. Well, this is the other thing, right, which brings up my next one. Printers and newspapers. Because of the internet, you can get everything online now pretty much free if you look hard enough. Like, really, what, why, why do we need printers and newspapers anymore? Like... I know the newspaper industry is fucking uh, feeling it, for sure. And normal magazines, because who the fuck buys that shit anymore? Just go look shit up online. People that have waiting rooms. Wow. That's all you got. And that's not true either, because now people can look on their phones or whatever the fuck they want. While they're sitting in the waiting room, waiting. Aha. You got me. This one, I thought about, kind of pains me. The other one I was thinking about, but it's so true is farmers because now farmers realistically people if you go to a farm anywhere a respectable farm anywhere outside of any city any rural area 90 percent of it now is all done through automation machines like most people don't even yeah, milk their own cows anymore most farmers can fucking only have like a crew of what three people yeah and everything else they can literally do from inside their house on a computer to keep it's these fucked machines up. running and stuff, yeah. Which is crazy when you consider farming at one point was like huge, major industry, especially for this country. You wake up at like 4 a.m. in the morning, eat breakfast, be out on the farm by 5. But you figure now between cloning and uh, hydroponics and other things, like really... The farmer is slowly becoming a thing of the past, at least as we know it. You know, we got thinking about that too. That's kind of, I don't know, that almost depressed me a little, to be honest. When I digress, just things that make me go, hmm. Another thing that made me go, hmm, is, you know, I got thinking the other day as well. Do you know there are a lot of everyday items that are just waiting to kill your ass? 
If you think about it. I know, you give me a weird look, but... What do you mean by this? Like, you hear me out. on them and they hurt your ass? No, hear me out. As an example, scarfs can be deadly, dude. Think about it, you're wearing a scarf, it's loose, it gets entangled on something. People are legitimately strangled to death because of that shit. Scarfs, man. Think about that next time you go out, motherfuckers. You better have your scarf secure, because you never know. That's why I wear a Things like hat. that. Things like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, vending machines. How many people, I bet you, if you looked it up right now, how many people get crushed a year by vending machines when they go to stick their arm up in it because something gets stuck in it, or they shake the shit out of it, or they bang it around? Fucking those things are heavy, man. Look it up. Look it up. You think about it. We all know about escalators by now. Those things are fucking crazy. They're just, they kill lots of people. Escalators, man. Don't trust an escalator. Always take the stairs. Or even the elevator is more trusting than an escalator. Yeah, man. People dive that shit. It's the same thing as next time you're out, man, and you're wearing your headphones. Think about how many fucking people get caught up listening to their shit in their headphones, not paying attention to what they're doing, and they get fucking killed. They get ran over. They get hit. Whatever the fucking case may be. They walk out in front of something, fall down a manhole, by the way. Which I bet you, if you look that up, too, you'd be surprised how many people die in manhole accidents, too. Manhole covers being left off, being loose. That'd be a terrible fucking way to die, too, if you think about it. Man. So, from 1978 to 1995, 37 people were killed trying to get a snack from a vending machine. That's my point. 2.18 2.18 deaths a year. Even snow, man. Think about it. Like, everybody, probably, if they don't know of, they've heard the legend or the stories where people go out and shovel, it's a lot of snow, and they fucking drop dead of heart attacks. That shit's real, man. That's why you get to a certain age, motherfuckers. Go and get a snowblower. It may save your motherfucking life. I mean, you've heard of that shit happening, right? Oh, yeah. Especially in, like, retirement hometowns and shit like that. Yeah, man, electric blankets. Those things, let me tell you something about electric blankets. The concept of it is good, but they freak me out. Because so many fires happen because of fucking things. But people still use them, man. Have you looked that up? I looked it up, I forget the exact number, but it's kind of startling how many electric blankets start fires a year. And fires that end up killing people. And you think you get an electric blanket, I'm be nice and warm and cozy. And that blanket is really an agent of murder. It's just laying, pardon the pun, waiting to malfunction and fry your ass. I'm having way too much time to think between episodes. But you don't understand my new job, motherfuckers. There's a lot of, oh, mind-deadening shit. Jury's still out on it. But anyway, the day is good. The hour's fucked. Stats show that in 1996... Faulty electric blankets caused more than 5,000 yes. fires. There were 19 deaths compared with 37 in 1985. There were 91 non-fatal injuries compared with 438 in 1985. Yeah, man. God damn! One more I thought about. And then I looked it up. I want you to look this one up too. Golf clubs. See how many golf clubs have killed people. I know you're thinking, hater, golf clubs. You're crazy. No, no, I'm not. Well, yeah, I am crazy, but not not in this uh, regard. Look up that, bud, man. You'll be like, what? 
When you fucking... Yeah. Golf clubs. Golf clubs. My point is... See, you gotta be careful as a human being, man. Because every day, you don't think about it, but there's risk involved. That's what it's like to be a human being. Craziness. Craziness. It's just things you think about while you're uh, heading home after work. How do you die from a fucking club? Look, at clubs break in half sometimes. And there's been a couple cases where people have been speared in the heart with one end of them, the throat. Yeah, and they die, man. Look it up. I'm not lying. If I'm lying, I'd be crying. But I'm not crying, man, because I'm not lying. Oh! People have died because of golf clubs. Murderous golf clubs. I know I've smoked a lot of grass today, but uh, I double-check things sometimes, even when it's just opinions or hunch, because you never These are things that I just... See, I had to... Here's the thing. You hear this? Hear this, kids? That's me checking off my big book of bullshit. What? Okay. Yeah, I told you! In 1994, 16-year-old Jeremy Bruno of Glaversville, New York, was killed when he struck a bench with a golf club... And the shaft broke, bounced back at him, and pierced his heart. Bruno had missed a shot on his six-hole at the Kingsborough Golf Club and looked to vent his frustration by giving the nearby bench a good whack. In relation, the fatal club was a number three wood. That is fucked up. Who fucks my lighter? You got a lighter? Do you got a lighter? You got a lighter? I got a lighter. This is cold, code emergency fucking double time red if no one had a lighter. You think, hater, are you finished talking now? No, I'm not done yet. No, I'm having a bong. If you have a bong, pack it now. I'll wait, because I'm assuming if you listen to us on any regular basis, you well, must be a stoner. I'm going to pack one too, so we'll give them that time. I put I put a little bit of tobacco with my weed. Most people say that's disgusting. It is weird. Oh, I'm almost there, kids. We got a couple more things, and then we can actually get on with the show. Snow Mexican salad. But first, we're all gonna embrace and have a bro. Oh, uh, we only have one lighter. No, we don't. Behind you, there's a Walking Dead lighter, which has a little bit of juice left in it. It is on that table. Do you see it? It's right behind Doc Ock. Lighter. Yeah, it's right Doc behind Doc Ock. Ock. Don't fuck Doc Ock. Speaking of which, motherfuckers, while we're waiting for Budman. I uh, went to an EB Games today, and I found this fucking thing. It is a Joker picture. It's a Jim Lee original, and the motherfucker lights up. And it looks cool in the dark. It's black and white, but it looks fantastic. If you've been to EB Games, I'm sure you've seen this. It looks like after he cut off his face. It's cool, though. It's cool. And, and, I gotta put a shout out to my latest pop. It's Namor the Submariner. And if you know Marvel at all, you know who I'm talking about. He's their version of Aquaman, only way cooler and more savage. I'm pretty savage. sure they've packed their bongs, hater. Okay, well, it's been new additions to the room, man. So, <coughs> oh boy, might as well just get to the elephant. So, let's talk a little fucking wrestling for a few. First off, let's do something. Let's talk about something positive. <coughs> I will say this, NXT, Triple H, Wednesday night, check it out, pretty good. It's, it, honest to goodness, what a wrestling program, very good. Triple H, I think, is going to take very good care of the WWE. Mr. McMahon finally dies, if he ever dies, who knows. But it's a very good product, 
check it out. I don't want to spend too much time on it because I got other things in wrestling to talk about. Much more shittier things, if you will, but we'll get to that in a few minutes. Uh, I still been checking out the NWA. Not bad. Not bad. It's still a pretty good watch. So, for those of you that uh, might remember before, some episodes back when I first brought up the NWA, it's still very good product. So, to check that out. The Especially lately in the last few episodes, the the studio audience, the participation between them and the wrestlers are absolutely amazing. So good. It's so good. I'll say this. There's in the last episode I watched, Nick Aldis came out, the world champ, and he called out old man Ricky Morton of the Rock and Roll Express. And man, the interaction that he had with one fan, with one fan in the audience... He called him fat boy and stuff. Well, it's just, it's vintage. You should watch it. It's just vintage. It's just great interaction between a performer and an audience member. Oh, it's really good. But that's how old-time studio wrestling used to be anyway. But I digress because I got something way better in wrestling to talk about. Would you like to add something? I know you're going towards your mic, please. I was about to say, are we going to get to this thing that you've been laughing about all morning? Oh, yeah, we're about to get to it. So... I don't know how many of you know professional wrestling at all, but this story doesn't really matter. Um, Tessa Blanchard, she apparently, she is about to win or she has won the Impact Women's Championship, but no one cares about Impact, so who gives a fuck? That, this is not the story. She went on Twitter, I guess, last Sunday, and for whatever reason, she was like basically, you know, girl power unite. We should all support each other. Women should support each other, basically, was the gist of it. Then, Twitter exploded with comments back about... She's pretty hot. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, she is. She's she's a good-looking girl. By the way, her father, Tully Blanchard, if you watch wrestling back in the day, was one half of the Brain Busters with Arn Anderson, but more importantly, was a four horseman for fucking ever. Uh, great heel fantastic but anyways this is his daughter tessa now twitter exploded back with women that she used to perform with in the ring obviously and basically they were saying that she's mean to them she's an asshole uh you can go check it out i was going to make some i was going to write down some quotes but then i thought you know what there's so many Different responses back to her from different female wrestlers. That You know what? Just check it out for yourself. Just check it out for yourself. But here's the thing. During one of these complaints, apparently, this happened in Japan. She was in a match with uh, basically an African-American wrestler. Female wrestler. Apparently, Tessa, this is all, I wasn't there. I'm just going by what's reported is apparently at one point, she basically said, F-U-U-N, and spit at this woman. Now, this has come out recently. I don't know if it's true or not. If it is, that's bad. But at the same time, um, again, what I talked about before, the way I look at this is, what was the situation? Even if she said it, not that I'm defending her, but what was the situation? Like, in other words... Well, I'm saying Bud managed to she just go up to this African-American 
woman and just go F you and and spit at her? Or was it in a moment of maybe they were in a tussle and something bad happened and she fucked up or somebody took a bad bump or sometimes shit just happens and words are said, but most of the time they're not really meant as anything between the wrestlers. But in this case, obviously... It was a big to-do, and Twitter exploded. Um, At least, I guess, at the end, Tessa actually uh, came on Twitter and finally made a statement and tried to defend herself. I think you have something there. If you want to read something or say something, go ahead. Well, I found something, and it's like uh, Tessa Blanchard denied accusations of racism, woman, in question, responds. Right, this is what I'm talking about. Uh, This isn't the best part or the funniest part of Tessa's story yet, though, but we're getting it. Oh, that's, wow. So, Budman, as you're looking at it, you're getting the general gist of it, right? So, I'm not crazy, this isn't hearsay, this is news. Yeah. This is legitimate news. Here's the thing, though, that really gets me about this old Tessa Blanchard thing. Uh, I don't really want to comment one way or the other on if she said it, if she didn't say it. But it's the same thing as now what's come out or is coming out on the internet. It's supposedly there's an audio clip of her doing an audio clip of her taking a shit for a fan. Can you look that up, man? Because I know it's out there. I've heard it. I've heard it. Now this insaneness you're going what and no this is legit this is legit now whether this is actually tessa or not i can't say because i don't really know what the girl sounds like but this is what people are saying and obviously even if it is tessa i'm not sure i'd take credit for it either if i was her because it's pretty fucked up but there's something out there that supposedly it's her and she made this audio tape she got paid to make this audio tape for this fan um I have heard said audio tape. I would love to tell you where, but I can't. But I know it's out there because it was, uh, I believe it's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure. If you can find it because it's like, wow. And, you know, I know there's fetishes about people that want to be shit on. I know it's fucked up and it's weird. It's not my bag personally, but hey. I just think it's ludicrous that it gets like it's. Oh, I think he might have it. It is pretty fucking disgusting. Here we go. <laughs> Come on, Bud Man, it's kind of funny. <laughs> you're a guy, you're allowed to laugh. Yeah, 
on for quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I know it's not copywritten, so we're good. This is supposedly, so I say supposedly, Tessa Blanchard taking a shit. Has she made a statement whether it is or not? Uh, no, check. That's interesting. Check. I haven't really heard one, but this just recently happened, but give it a check, quick check, bud, man. I'm sure there's, you know, I know she went back on Twitter after all the accusations started flying to defend herself a little bit, but I don't know if she's made an actual, if that's her public fucking rebuttal or if she's made an actual official one. I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, maybe you can check that out. My point is, though, of bringing it up. One, I just think it's a fucked up story. And two, comes back to, again, slander. Like, I don't understand why people in the world have to be. Because let's face it, okay? If that is her, that's fucking what? And even if it's it's not her, think about it. What kind of an asshole are you that would tag her name to that? You know, like, obviously, there's no love lost if you're going to do something like that. That's not a practical joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. What the fuck? And if that is actually her, as funny and humorous as it is to, you know, us. Like, really? Really? You're going to do that? And then you're going to let that come out in public? That's pretty bad. But, of course, though, a lot of this shit that is being thrown at her right now, it's all he said, she said bullshit. So... I don't know. I just thought it was kind of uh, interesting, especially the part of the taking a shit and uh, sending an audio to a fan. Like, what the fuck is going on with the world? But, I mean, she's tough like her dad, so what are you going to say to her? She'll beat the living fucking shit out of you. Legit. Her dad was a fucking, he was a perfect wrestling heel, man. Like, he came across as, like, you know... A big fucking bully. He hung out with the other jocks and was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna fucking kick that, kick you around because they're kicking you around type deal. But he did it so well. I don't see a response. Wow. Well, well, I have to try to keep, uh, I have to try to keep everybody updated on that. But yeah, I was like, what? When that came to my attention, I was like, okay, I don't really follow professional wrestling anymore, but this is, this is like, perfect example of what I was saying a couple podcasts ago about how things are just blowing crazy by some people for, you know, whatever reason, which is unknown to the rest of us. Yeah, but I also thought it was, it's sad, but it's kind of amusing at the same time. It's kind of pathetic. I don't know. I just thought it was an interesting enough story to bring up. Like, what? Just wow. (laughs) I told you. I told you that thing existed, and I wanted to bring it up. Now you know. There you go. Welcome to my world, ladies and gentlemen, because this is stuff that's been beating on my brain for the past week because I have way too much time on my hands while I'm working, which is sad, but right now it's true. And I guess the last thing that I wanted to bring up before we get on with the show, I know, I know, you're looking at me like, for God's sakes. Would you just finish yammering? This is the last thing. You know what? No. No. You know what? I'll save this last thing for the rant. Just because you're staring at me right now like, Motherfucker, can we just get on with the first segment? Please. So, what time are we at now? Yeah, we're at an hour and 15 minutes. I think I've probably done more than enough time yammering. 
if we actually want to talk about our topics this week. So, okay then. I guess let's get on with the show unless you got anything else to add, which I highly doubt it because you're looking at me right now like, Just shut up! Shut the fuck up! So, I guess it's in the news. It's in the fucking news. It's in the news. It's in the news. Whether it's important or not, it's still in the news. It's in the fucking news. So, what's in the news? Let's see. Newfoundland. Tell me, hater. Newfoundland. Wow. Those people out there. Some of them got up to 70 centimeters. 70. Seven zero of snow. God damn. That is crazy. Ottawa, as we speak, that is the federal government, when I say Ottawa, at least they're sending out relief. More people out there to help out with snow removal to dig people out to get people transportation to still be able to get the sick where they need to go i just think it's pretty cool that the federal government even though we bitch about them a lot you know it's nice that when something like this a natural disaster let's call it what it is happens that the feds actually you know step in do and something like, hey we're gonna help you out that's it some of these you know like some of these drifts you know, flex some of that taxpayers' money in front of your face. Like some of the snow drifts, you can't get through without basically a fucking skidoo, cause you're just not. There's no way. Like that. That's a at seventy centimeters of snow, bud man. Like think about it, that's crazy. Kids are having the fucking time of their lives making their house or snow fort. Oh, there. I was reading in a, in one of the articles from CTV News. That one person that lives out in Newfoundland literally referred to the snow as neck deep. And this person reportedly stood pretty much six foot tall. So, that's a lot of fucking snow, man. So, yeah. It's snowing outside, Hamilton. Thank God we're not going to get what the fuck they got out east. But still, we're getting some of it now as we speak. But it's just... It's like raining now. But it's just nice, though, that to know that, you know, the federal government, for as much as everybody bitches about them, at least in time of need, they still come out for the country. So good for Trudeau, asshole with the sticker on his fucking truck. Donald Trump, that fucking piece of shit, he doesn't even give a shit. No American lives were lost, you know what? Iran stops, we're good. Oh, did something happen, Canada? Oh, yeah, that's right, Canada. You lost all those people on that plane. Oh, so sorry. Thanks. Thanks, Don. I don't even think we got him that much of an apology. Yeah, like, I just... He was like, we just stepped back from it. The whole thing burns my ass. But anyways, that's in the fucking news. It's, it's on the net. net. It's in the net. <laughs> I said I'm tired of going on the interweb. And watching videos of people potentially trying to kill themselves doing stupid shit. The haul of meat, it's hilarious, but wow. <clears throat> At the same time, you ever watch that shit? Oh yeah, a bunch of idiots doing stupid stunts. It's fucking crazy. They almost fucking kill themselves. I get it, it's entertaining. I think it's funny too, but at some point, when the bone comes fucking... Screaming, literally ripping through a guy's leg, you know. Like, That's fuck. when you're like, okay, I'm done watching this. I mean, uh, you know, uh, when's it too far, man, I guess is what I'm saying. And there's a lot of these dumb videos out there. 
It's amazing to me how many of them are floating around. But then again, such as like the bull run. Yeah, the bull run is pretty cool, actually, as long as you're not like, if you're stupid, you shouldn't participate. That's for sure. You see videos of that shit, people getting trampled and crap. And fucking mangled by bulls, yeah. Yeah, man, it's fucking nuts. Usually, though, if you watch those videos, they're doing something completely stupid and reckless moments before. Yeah, that's it for on the net. I just, that's it. People that want to commit suicide on the internet. That's history! The Olympics used to award medals for art. From 1912 to 1948... The Olympic Games held competitions in the fine arts. Medals were given for literature, architecture, sculpture, painting, and music. Of course, the art created was required to be Olympic-themed. Before the art events were eventually removed, 151 medals were awarded. That's... History. And now it's time for In Conversation with the Tech Man, Bud Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Alright, hey. so. Hey, hold on. Just saying, sorry. You know, I got them at the fucking dollars for four. Eyes and games today, $8.99. Sorry, I digress. So, today for In Conversation with Bud Man. I am Bud Man. And this is my fucking segment, hater. So. Today I want to talk about the biodegradable burial pod. So, do you want to sit in fucking a pod in the ground and have a tree fucking planted above you? And have it literally suck the nutrients out of your decaying body? This is how you do it. Some Japanese person has created this pod that they put your body in. It looks like one of those pods from like Predator or some shit. And then they stick it in the ground, plant a tree above it, and boom. It's, it's actually pretty smart if you think about it. Everybody dies. Talking to me? What? Yeah. This time I am, hater. Done fucking flipping the fuck out or what? Flipping out? Just saying, man. I think it's a good thing, although it's fucking kind of morbid and creepy, but... Ah, who am I to say? You know what? If it's cheap enough, all you gotta do, though, is remember, hope your loved ones later on. <laughs> fucking, uh, mark the tree or something, though, that it, you know, it's your tree. Makes sense, though. Makes sense. How much is said uh, product? I couldn't find the actual price on it. It ranged from like 15000 to like $10 billion, something like that. But, uh, and then there's another product I was looking at. Because this isn't the first one. This is the first one that you actually put a body in and put it in the ground. Right. There's one where you put your loved one's ashes in and then you water it. Put it in your home and it'll grow a small little tree. And then you can put it outside and it'll grow a big tree. That's pretty cool. So, like, you could... And this will cost you $129. Wow, that's plus, it? Plus tree cost. Choose when you check it out, obviously, online. Wow, that's pretty good. But you can be a lot of different trees. You can be a fucking plant if you want. Like a bush. <laughs> I want to be, be a, a marijuana bush. Because if you can be a marijuana plant, I'm down. Marijuana! Because you know you want to do some marijuana. Yeah, you were showing me videos of... It's pretty cool. Interesting. You also, because we're in, in conversation, you also brought up to my attention the other day about the bike car. You uh, you oh. got to talk about this shit oh, for the a pod, few minutes, the man. the pod bike? 
Yeah, man, that's cool as shit. I want I one. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I'll make sure it's right. I want one. Like, ladies and gents, you need to look this up. Because these things are fucking cool as shit. And I want one, man. They're fucking... It's called a bike pod. Sorry. And this thing is German engineered. It's got four wheels, sits as high as a car, has a heater, bike assist. It can go up to 80 fucking kilometers an hour. It's got a windshield. It's got a back windshield. It's got trunk space. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and it, it's, it's got. True. It can turn on a dime. It doesn't have a steering wheel. It's got two uh, levers to turn. We watched a demonstration on the internet of him doing it in the snow. And it's and coming out sick. this fucking year, mid mid twenty twenty, motherfuckers. And it'll be able to. You'll be able to buy it right here in Hamilton, hopefully. If not, it'll be in Mississauga for sure. That'd be dope. I'd buy it and just bike back with it that fucking day. Yeah, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, man, I want to get fucking one. You need to get one. It's designed the for the winter. needs to get one. It's designed for the winter, so it's got a heater, but in the end, the back windshield, it's got a vent. The front's also got a vent. It's got a lock mechanism for the front, so you can attach a bike lock to it. It's even got a hitch for a fucking trailer, people. Yeah, man. Yeah, we saw Buddy had a trailer hitch to it. Like, man. that's Video fucking ludicrous. Yeah. Makes sense, though, man. You know what? They could be the next big thing in, in Japan, in China. Think about it. Most of them over there, the roads are congested with bikes. They also man. have a three-wheeled version that's a little bit sleeker. That's said to be out later on in 2020, like around the end of the year. Man, if I had enough money, I'd just buy one each. Like, fuck it. But they will be the price of an arm and a leg. Yeah, for now, but... That'll be something that you buy and you pay off as you go. Well, yeah, but you're hoping, right, that it gets popular enough, then the prices come down enough. By then, you might be able to make enough to actually make the payment. You know what I mean? You just gotta... It's like a, a video game console, right? New one that comes out. But eventually, it just... Yeah, it just gets lower and lower in price. Right. But it can Until eventually, on one day, we're racing down fucking the mountain on those motherfuckers. That'd be fucking awesome. It's even got working brake lights and shit. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's like, cool shit. That's incredible. It's got window wipers. Yeah, you, you need to look it up, man, because it's, it's an interesting video. It's called the Bike Pod. Hopefully coming to a store sometime near here. Hopefully. Are we done with In Conversation? Yeah, we are done. Okay. Until next week. Could you imagine trying to be a grave robber in a graveyard full of trees? Like, you'd have to dig down underneath the tree, cut roots, cut into this pod. Who knows if they put juice or anything in there, so it'd be Is like... Is there an alien in no, it? You don't know. Alien, and then cut the roots that are attached to this corpse. Like, what Is it a fuck? human corpse? I uh, know. And almost... how, do you, how do you have an open casket? Is it well, an obviously open pod? you don't. Is it an open pod? Like, I don't think so. We will put our our fellow brethren into the pod and release them back. The only thing I'm saying with that is, okay, sure, a forest makes sense. You're not building more graveyards, yada, da, 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 saving space. Probably somebody, I'm sure, is making some big bucks off it, so somebody's happy. <laughs> Just in the future, everybody forgets, and then... They Here's the thing. Fucking you still tree. gotta mark the fucking tree, man. Somehow, so you can remember that your loved one is there. Hello? So, are you really getting rid of the cemetery? I don't know. I think you're just morphing it into the next phase of what a cemetery is probably going to be. You know what I mean? Then there's going to be haunted forests. 
all over. Like I said, that forests all over fucking the world because, well, the fucking ghosts of the people in the pod. See? It almost sounds like a horror science fiction movie oh, already. Yeah. Just saying sounds that. Sounds like a B-movie waiting to happen. That's crazy. Speaking of movies, man, I just wanted to mention before I forget, just quickly. Uh, online, look for the Morbius fucking trailer. The Marvel movie that's coming out about Morbius the Vampire. Hopefully this year or early next year. Man, some of the pictures and shit, it looks dope. So, and if you don't know who Morbius the Living Vampire is, uh, that's what the interweb is for, and shame on you, because he's a pretty cool character in the Marvel Universe. So, check that shit out. And the other thing I was going to say, which I kind of forgot when I was back uh, talking about uh, just before the Tessa Blanchard thing, uh, I forgot to mention, and I should mention that uh, NWA and NXT, they are... They're the only things, my friends, I'm sorry, worth watching if you're going to go that route to watch that kind of thing. Because, they're like I said, Triple H and Billy Corrigan in their own ways are trying to do something. And I'll say this, at least in the NWA and NXT, if you're a traditionalist or you just don't want the insanity of what wrestling's become now, I guarantee you, it's not like AEW where they have fucking... Ass clowns that put hands in their pockets. And we all know who I'm fucking talking about. Never mind the fact that's just one fucking aspect of that fucking gong show. I could go on, but I'm not doing a wrestling rant. And we're not doing a wrestling talk or nothing. You know what? You want to see the difference? Here's what you do. On Wednesday night, you have a DVR. You know what? If you have cable, satellite TV, you can probably fucking watch both. Watch... T or NXT and watch AEW. They're both on on Wednesday nights, and then you tell me. Anyways, I digress. So I just wanted to. Uh, I forgot to mention that when I was pumping them up, because we all know here, anyways, and nothing sacred. The NWA, we are friends, even if they don't know it yet. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I wanted to say. So I guess we'll get on to hockey talk, and then what time are we at now? By the way, Bud Man, just curious. Hour and thirty-one minutes. Yeah, yeah, we could probably get in 20 minutes of a topic. Sorry. I don't know why I find that here. Ladies and ger- gentlemen, I was about to say germs. Ladies and gentlemen, he hits the record button and he just kind of looks at me like I'm supposed to know what the fuck's happening here. Anyways, I digress. So, Ovechkin, interesting. This is just breaking news as the time of the recording here. Ovechkin just passed Lemieux and tied Iserman for ninth on all-time goals list. Uh, Ovechkin passed Mario Lemieux on the list. He's now tied with Iserman for ninth after uh, he got 692 fucking goals. That's a lot of goals. God damn! He got this number after scoring his second hat trick in as many games. And this was tonight, as of this recording. Saturday night. 
Yeah, against the New York Islanders. So good for Ovechkin. He now sits just two goals behind Mark Messier. Just to give you an idea of the kind of company this guy is in. Right now, he's getting really close to uh, to uh, Mark Messier. And then, realistically, he could at least get up to fourth. He could probably catch Brett Hall, who's at 741. And the guys above him, you're talking about Mike Gartner, Phil Esposito, Marcel Dion, Brett Hall, Yager. Gordy Howe and the great one. I mean, that's pretty good fucking company. So, good for Alex Ovechkin. And you know what? When you watch Ovechkin play, man, the way that guy scores goals, he just reminds me of Mike Bossy again. I probably said it before. I know I'm outdating myself. But anyways. Uh, Valeski, too. This is interesting. Uh, The goaltender for uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning... Andre Vasilevsky, this guy, now that his team is rolling along, and I mean they're rolling along, on uh, Friday night they creamed the Winnipeg Jets 7-1. He made 30 saves, but here's here's the real fucking uh, wow factor here. It was his 10th straight victory, matching the longest winning streak of his career. Therefore, he's done this before. So... You know, he had 10 consecutive wins from February 9th to March 5th of 2019, and now he's done it again. And I know he's with, uh, you know, a pretty good fucking team, but still, good for him. Wanted to bring that up. He is an outstanding goaltender. Last year, I still remember that save where he literally took his fucking arm, his glove arm, and put it behind his back and caught the fucking puck in midair before it went in the net. That was crazy. I think everybody's seen that fucking video. If you haven't, I don't know. Uh, I was a little surprised, too, that the Golden Knights uh, changed changed uh, coaches. Again, here, it's been a tough year for coaches, man. Wow. You know, uh, DeBoer made his debut, actually, on Thursday night against the Senators. And good for him. He uh, came out with a 4-2 victory. And uh, it was Mark Stone who uh, scored a goal and picked up an assist in his return to Ottawa. So, I don't know. Maybe the coaching change is good, but I just thought it was a little strange. I thought the coach would have a little more leadway just because of the division they're in. It's such a weird division. Kovalchuk has been doing really good with uh, Montreal, although he really burned uh, Philadelphia the other night, so fuck him. But uh, on a, you know... On a hockey, uh, non-biased hockey fucking uh, perspective, good for him. Uh, Coyotes' uh, Rick Tockett, their head coach, he's been selected to replace uh, Gallant behind the bench for the Pacific Division during the All-Star game. I don't know. Does anybody really give a shit? I just thought I'd mention it. Most people don't. Probably not. Uh, The Battle of Alberta. It got to be a real battle of Alberta, quite literally, uh, last week there. I think we all know what happened there, the big uh, fight, if you will, where uh, it got a little out of control, and to Chuck, uh, he uh, got his face rearranged for all intent purposes. But it was uh, interesting, it was wild, and now it seems that Peros has uh, asked both teams 
He's talked to both teams and offenders involved in that brouhaha. Uh, and the thing is, Zach Cassian, the guy who just hammered on Matthew to Chuck, he was quoted as saying, I'd do it all over again. That's a hockey player. Wow. And uh, it was interesting. If you want, you should look at it on the net. But it, uh, wow, it started a whole bag of shit. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention was the return of Sidney Crosby. Uh, to the Pens' credit, they were doing pretty good before they lost Crosby. And they kind of stayed on a roll, so fuck, I don't know. All I know is the Flyers have their own set of fucking problems. Considering Carter Hart is out now. And we've had injuries that are just piling up to the point where... I don't know. I know, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying the hockey guys there have not been good to the Flyers this year. Anyways, let's get to uh, the Atlantic Division, the Bruins. No big surprise, still leading there. 28-9-12 with 68 points. Uh, in the Metro, obviously, the Caps, they're running away with it. 33-11-5, that is, makes me sick. 71.6 to my stomach. In the wild card position, there's Carolina with 27-18-3 with 57 points. And Columbus, 24-16-8, 56 points. The Flyers have 56 points too, but Columbus have the, have the less... Uh, the one loss. We have one loss more than they do. So if the playoffs started today, we'd be out. I digress. And you guys aren't even done your break. No, we haven't even gone for a break yet. Don't oh, get me started shit. on that. Uh, in the west, in the central, St. Louis, no surprise, 30-11-8, 68 points to the champs. In the Pacific this week, I oh, will say Edmonton is in, you know, top spot with 26-18-5, but... You know, as I'm looking at these standings right now, Calgary, Arizona, and Edmonton all have 57 points. So who the hell is 1, 2, and 3? You look at the lost columns. That makes Edmonton the winner. And the wild card spots is Vancouver, uh, 26, 18, and 4 with 56 points. And Vegas, 25, 19, and 6 with 56 points. Same shit. They're deadlocked. Now we go to our leaders. Our point leaders still this week. Connor McDavid, I don't think that's going to change. 74 points. And goals scored. Pasternak. With 36. Although Austin Matthews of the Leafs is right up his ass right now with 34. It's only two behind. Assist McDavid with 49, no surprise. Plus minus leader Graves of the Avalanche. 31, plus 31. Power play points again, McDavid 33. Unbelievable. Uh, Face-off percentage. Hey, Flyers, you got one thing here. Claude Giroux with a 60%. At, right at 60%. Wins. Big surprise. Who we talking about earlier? Vasilevsky, most wins with 24. Man, Tampa. Oh. Goals against average. Holy smokes. Samsonov. Of the Caps. At 2.10. And save percentage. Kadobin of the Stars. That hasn't happened much this year. Where we've had a different goals against lead. Goals against leader. And a different save percentage leader. But Kadobin of the Stars. Ridiculous. 932 save percentage. 
saw shots against, I guess, Halibuck is uh, the new wiener with 1,220. Poor bastard. Although he's also the leader in shutouts now with four. So good for Halibuck. So, my friends, that is Hockey Talk for this week. Let's talk video games. Video games. <clears throat> so, I'm going to talk about some video games that are always dear to me. Anytime I think video games right now, at least. The retro fucking Sonic game on the Sega. The game where you could go through the whole thing and then fucking get all the way to the end where you're fucking defeating Egghead or Eggman or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> And then you fucking die, and you have to restart the whole fucking Not game. Not unless you get all the gems. Point That's is, the key. You have to go through the special zone and get the gem. Point To being, truly beat that game, I know I've done it. Mario Kart? Mario Kart was the bomb back in the day. That, that One of the greatest game. Ga- video games ever. On the Wii? Ever. Fucking or amazing. even the 64. Go back as far as in the oh, yeah. 64. Amazing fucking game. And then yeah. fucking Classic. Brothers in Arms. That game was fucking amazing. It was two-player. You could have a little platoon. You commanded what these motherfuckers did. I don't know. War games... That was the only war game that I really liked. They... I don't know, man. Like, mm. the only reason why Call of Duty even makes this list is because of the zombies. They're kind of cool, but the parent in me, it's like, mm, mm, like Call of Duty and stuff. Like, man, I get it. I get the appeal. It's better than the real thing, right? But as a parent, I don't know. And then uh, The Forest right now, which I'm playing for the PS3. Or not PS3, the PS4. See, I'm a simpleton. I like Minecraft. Minecraft's definitely on that list. That game it's you classic. put down for like fucking two years, pick it up oh, yeah, for fucking and... a year, and then put it back down. That's great. And then pick your baby back up two years later. I used to build fucking fleets of ships. I made a map, people. I wish there was a way I could put it on Facebook or wherever we are so I could show it to you. But I made a map of uh, Minecraft on a PlayStation 3 and it's complete. It's it's a condensed version of Gotham City. We'll call it Minecraft Gotham City. But I will say, though, the, the quality of video games now, wow, a lot different. But I guess in some respects the same. I don't know. I guess it depends on how you look at it, right? Well, the best the best quality graphics I've ever seen. You have to have a 4K TV for it, though. Is uh, the Last of Us? But is graphics everything, though? Here's the debate that I have with people sometimes. Like, a, what's a good video game? Is it a mixture of graphics and story, or do you all like? Back in the day with the comics in the 90s, or do you you just one way or the other? You're all story, you're all graphics. Like, well, it depends who you are. Certain people like pe- games <clears throat> like Call of Duty. I get that. And then there's certain people that like fighting and ri- like racing games and shit like that. I love racing games too, don't get me wrong. Me personally, a lot of games that I can play online and they're, they're like RPG games. I can do what the fuck I want, or it's like a survival game. Like, I don't know. It's just the it's the point is to put you in a scenario that you'd never actually be in, but well, right or hope to hell you never yeah. be in. But okay. I think it's cool. I mean, that's like the lore of of The Walking Dead, right? Yeah, it's great to watch, and you can watch people kick ass. But when it comes right down to logically, do you really want to be in that situation? Probably not. They're it's probably more cool to watch shit than 
their Telltale games oh, are good. They're fucking amazing. No, for sure. So are the Batman ones. Pretty fucking wow, wow. Kudos to those motherfuckers that made them for sure, one hundred percent. They're fucking amazing. See, I'm I'm more of a fan of well. No, I shouldn't say. I like the fucking Arkham games, the Batman Arkham games for obvious classics, and they only get better as they go along. I know it's a little old school now, but they are planning to make another Arkham fucking uh, yeah, video the game. Yeah, the of the Owls one. Yeah, I think that'd be awesome if they do it right. It'll be cool. I'm definitely probably going to... And you know the it. graphics are going to be fucking crazy because they only get better as those Arkham games go along. So that should be cool. And as it goes, like, in between systems, I'm more of, like, a PS4, PS, like, I Sony tend guy. to go toward his PS. Yeah, I'm, I'm more a Sony guy, too, PlayStation. I don't know. I just find, if I have to pay an extra bit to play online, what's the fuck's Yeah, point? man, that's it. Like, Xbox is, to me, fuck, man, you gotta pay so much extra shit. You know, and the controllers aren't rechargeable, unless you have, like, a recharge pack. That's fucked up. Makes you spend more money, see? That's... I don't know. It's just fucked up to me. But a lot of people play Xbox because they have a lot more exclusive games. Like Halo. Like how far is this going to go? I know obviously the progression would be virtual reality, which they're already getting there. They're halfway there probably. Oh, they are. You can play play virtual reality on uh, Xbox and fucking PS4. I'm still convinced one day. I honestly really want to be able to make a room where you can be like your own danger room. Crazy. You have a room that would will morph into basic. That'd be dope. I mean, eventually, if we keep progressing the way we are, where the hell else is it going to go? Think about it. When you think of the progression of video games, even in your lifetime, never mind mine. And then porn will just progress even more. Oh, virtual porn for sure. Oh, it already exists. Oh, yeah. Soon enough, people get addicted to it. Fuck, you just be using your hand all the time. You don't know any different. Yeah, spewing all over. Well, not if you have a Jesus fucking Christ robot. <laughs> yep, I guess. Or the it anal version. Beads. Don't forget the devil's glory. They're also compatible, too. Yeah, I know. They're, they're such good sponsors. I haven't turned my bot on since I got it. <laughs> I don't know about you. I won't admit to it. Even if it really happened, I wouldn't admit to it. I never tried the glory hole or anything. I made it try it. Okay, I have to ask you to get back on track. Because I know you, you're fucking a hater of it. So get it out. Fortnite, get it out. Alright, Fortnite is like a game, like Call of Duty, but it's you can build walls and shit. So imagine you're like, oh, I can definitely kill this yeah, guy. Dude, He's running out. in a clear get area. Out of you. And then all of a sudden, he sees you and starts building a wall in front of him. You know how much of a piss off that's going to be? Now you shoot through that wall to kill him. And it's like, you're fucking, like... This whole game is fucked. The whole design, graphics, and fucking everything about it. And the fact that people rage and fucking win, like, 13 million thousand dollars or some shit like that. I'm not exactly sure if that's the correct number. <laughs> right, but, but we'll get the general gist It's what fucking bullshit. That fucking game is bullshit. And Elon Musk is so fucking... Smart for deleting the first version. He's brilliant. They released the second version, though, unfortunately. It's called Part 2. Now no one can say Elon didn't try. That fucking game is fucking horrible. There's there's actually a couple that are pretty fucking horrible. You want to know the game's pretty good, though? Free, the demo? 
Right. Multiplayer worms. Worms. You're like a little team of worms, and you're like you you take turns attacking each other. Nice. <laughs> shoot each other with like missiles and homing missiles and sheep that fly and blow up. It's fucking cool. Holy fuck, motherfucker! Sorry, but I'm looking at my phone here, and I'm looking at a report of Western Canada. It's minus forty. Be happy you're not out there right now, and if you are and you're listening to us, I'm sorry. That's motherfucking cold. Anyways, sorry. Oh yeah, that's cold. I was, I was. My wife sent me pictures, and I've there's like snow above someone's door. Office or they open up the door, and like there's an imprint of the snow, and it's like holy shit. Yeah, first they got hammered on with but snow, he's and now his dog it's minus out the window So he can go piss. He's like, can't get the door open. Like, can you imagine out there now? If you didn't have a chance to dig yourself out before it went to minus forty, you ain't getting out now. That's for sure. Because now everything will be frozen. You need like a fucking You ain't getting the fuck out now. That's for sure. That's fucking insane. Anyway, sorry. Back on, uh... See, I come from... I'm a dinosaur, people. As you all know. I fucking remember arcade, bitches. When I was 14 years old going into an arcade. Because there were no home system. I remember Coleco, bitches. Atari... But, you know, from that perspective, though, it's crazy to see how, you know, when you, when you're one of those, you were one of those Pong kids, legit, you know, with the Atari. And now you look at a video game now, even a standard video game, even on your phone, just blows me the fuck away how far technology has come. Crazy. Now, let me wrong, though, I'm not knocking any... Fucking and then there's PC gaming and PC gaming. No, well, that's a whole another level. Yeah, that's you know what you can tell PC players from video game players for sure because they have a totally different mentality. They don't. I don't want to say there's hate between them, but you oh, there's, sure, there's the animosity is, for sure. Honestly, if you do, if you are a PC gamer, it is a better console. It is. That's what the fucking game is made on. You know what I mean? No, I get that for sure, 100%. That makes sense. But it just seems like there's this, I don't know, it's almost like a uneasy cat and dog relationship. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it really, people. Maybe I'm just babbling. I don't know. But you know me, I'm just writing my fucking book of bullshit. Sorry, I'm paying attention now. I was actually looking to see if I could get an update on the UFC, but I'm not getting it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm with you. So... In all reality, those are my games that, uh... Plus, okay, what's uh, your... Any system, what's your favorite game of all time? All time. All time. Oh, God. Make sure you echo that. Will do. Um, fuck, man. But you had to have played it. Dishonored. Which one? The first one. Okay, cool. Why? What was its big appeal? I just like the world, the lure, everything about that just blew my mind. You know what blew my mind? Now, now again, I know I'm a dinosaur, but Zelda on the N64, Ocarina of Time. That was the first real video game that really blew my fucking mind. I know people that learned blew how to read mind. because of that game. I could believe it, man. Yeah, blew man. my fucking mind. Like, holy that shit. That game is in... Yeah, I'm surprised I didn't remember that game. And it's still the standard now for video games today as far as the look and feel of it. Fanboys of the game, they don't want to change the graphics. You can update them and tweak them a little, but at the end of the day, the next Zelda game that comes out, 
ladies and gents, are just going to look just pretty much like the N64, just a little I updated fucking, and tweaked. I don't know. The fans love it. That's have what they want. Seen, have you seen Breath of the Wild? No, but I've heard it's... it's fucking graphics. Yeah, I've heard it's amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, N64 kind of made the standard, you know, for that game. And, man, that game is... I had to get a cheap book to... Because I wanted to completely finish it, and I'll be honest. I had to get a cheap book, and you needed a rumble pack, or you couldn't finish that game. The scariest fucking game. It was great, though. That you've ever played. The scariest? Yeah. One of my kids, I don't remember the name of it. Had an, uh, this one where they're on an island. It was pretty What, that island? Yeah, it was pretty Alright, well, mine? Probably Dead Space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're in a fucking repair ship. Yeah. Tend to go repair this huge fucking mining ship that's on yeah, Mars. Uh, yeah, I watched one of my kids play that too. Yeah, it's and fucking And you fucking crazy. crash into the ship and you're trying to fucking repair it and your ship. And you find out that it's like inherited by some kind of fucking weird creature zombies. You take over the fucking bodies, and it's fucked up. Best superhero-orientated game. Crime in progress! Probably, uh... Sorry, inside joke. Probably. Fuck. There's so many. I know, man. It's crazy, eh? Yeah, think about that. Even I had to think about that, because, wow. There's been superhero video games since the beginning of video games, so it's, it's like, holy shit. Batman Arkham Knight, the newest, like, that one is... Is it because I, it's the free-roaming thing? Yeah, it's the free-roaming thing, and I I beat the game, so at this point I'm just trying to get all the Riddler shit. See, I haven't truly beat the game. I've only ever truly beat one game, and I needed, a, other than Sonic the Hedgehog, the original on Sega, and that's the Crane of Time, and I needed a cheat book, I'm not gonna lie, to truly beat a game and no, get everything. No, you fucking beat Arkham Island. Huh? You beat Arkham Island. Oh, yeah, sorry, three. Three. No, you beat the first one. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, Arkham Asylum, yeah. Yeah, three, sorry. That's right. That's it. And 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 I needed a cheat book for fucking the Zelda one, big time. Big time. And I needed assistance, I'm not gonna lie, on the Batman Arkham. Oh, those cheat books are online that's... now. You can get them right off the PlayStation Store. Some of them come with the game. It's like a deluxe package. Yeah, man. Some of them, you know, that's a little even, even if you go right them, down to, to like God. the purchasing of games nowadays, you purchase games online more. Oh. I never go to a store unless it's like a fucking thrift store man, or some shit and grab a fucking disc game. I was in EB Games today. I'm not going to say which one, but man, you look at the price of their fucking games and shit, and it's like, are you fucking crazy? Yeah, and most of those games you go home, they're like seventeen dollars yeah. compared to thirty-five, yeah. fifty-six, a hundred and thirty. Yeah, why do people? I I'm thinking to myself, why do people even bother looking at these fucking things? Like, anymore? and the thing is, is even if you get a new PS4, you just log in, you have all your games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It just like blows my mind. Yeah, it's fucked up. I know, but it's interesting though, video games for sure. Like, you know, I have to say one thing: the people that program that shit. And create that shit. Wow. You know what? You're either people like that are either rocket scientists or video game programmers. Let's be honest. Or maybe they go on to do, you know, start out in video games and end up working for NASA. Like hmm. some smart motherfuckers. Let's give them credit. Man. Oh yeah. Like the technology that they use and they create. Well, man, that whole industry is fucked. 
Oh, it's a big industry. It's a huge industry, but at the same time... Oh, it's gotten a little smaller thanks like, to the they're interweb. They're treated like slaves, man. Like, they're fucking pretty much, like, told, like, they don't get overtime pay. They're told they have to work overtime without the pay. And they have crunch hours, which if they don't do a certain amount of work, they don't get paid. That industry is fucked up. Philadelphia. So, got anything to add? Because I know I went on quite a tangent in on this. Sorry. Another, that going off. back to, like, what makes video games, video games for me, is if you can, like, play that video game over and over again and find new shit or just continue finding shit until you eventually beat the game and then continue finding more shit yeah that's that's, that's it. the you best can continue one you doing or they just keep updating the game and adding new shit yeah they're the best one like those those are good games fucking right but the thing that i hate and Red Dead 2, that was a game that I kind of hated about Red Dead 2, because they pumped that game up so much, and then they released the online with very little content on it, so it turned a lot of people away, and now everybody's getting right back into it, and I'm pretty weary on even trying to now, because I feel like everybody else is going to be so fucking decked out and everything like that. Oh, final score, 4-1 Philly. And let's not get ourselves wrong, there are people that sit at home every day and just fucking play video games non-stop. Well, sure there is, right? It is fucking ridiculous and crazy. People know to cheat the system, right? Get around the system, whatever. Met those weird now, so should we go to the quiz? Yeah, let's go to the quiz. Uh, Do you think you're smart? Do you really think you're that smart? Put it to the test, cause it's time for the quiz. The quiz! So, it's time for the quiz. But before we do this week's, which is 70s rock and roll, let's go back and give the answer to last week, which was 60s rock and roll. See a pattern? Oh yeah. What year did the Rolling Stones form? That was 1962. Which song gave the Beatles their first US number one hit? The answer was, I wanna hold your hand. You know that fucking song? Number three, which British band had the last U.S. number one album of the 60s? The answer, Led Zeppelin. This revolutionary act appeared on the TV show Batman. The answer was Paul Revere and the Raiders. The band played at the Penguins' mayoral election rally. Mayoral. Mayor. Good thing for editing. Basically, motherfuckers, who's going to be the mayor? You're trying to be the mayor of Gotham. Motherfuckers, I'm hot! And number one, this California act took people down the rabbit hole. If you didn't say Jefferson Airplane, I will reach through the microphone and smack you if I could. That was the one I could give you. Did you hear that? I'm turning my fucking book of bullshit. To this week's, which is 70s, rock and roll. Here we go. Oh, yeah. How many weeks did Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water stay on the U.S. album chart? Two. Who scored the 1979 U.S. number one album, Breakfast in America? If you don't get that one, people, I swear to you. If I find out where you live. No, just kidding. Number three. Don't want uh, the internet exploding on. Number three. Who scored the 1974 U.S. number one album, Can't Get Enough? Number four. Which Beatles song gave them their 20th and last U.S. number one in 1970? The year the hater was born. And number five, who scored the U.S. number one album, 
Abraxas in 1970. If you don't get that one, I might tar and feather you. So, next week, we'll give the answers to this. And, of course, you know where we're going with this. We're going to 80s. That's it. That's the quiz. Get out of here. I'm Fred. I'm here with my brother, Reg. And we are the founders of Security For You. Security For You will help you keep in touch with your loved ones. Spy on them. Secretly, discreetly. That's our motto. Secretly and discreetly. Unless you spy. Also, do you wonder what your children are up to? This is a great system for teenagers. You can see you can hide a microphone and a camera in his room somewhere or her room somewhere. Then you can find out all the time what they're doing in their room. Everything from sneaking boys or girls into their room to masturbating to uh, smoking marijuana to lesbian activity to interracial couples. You can't hide anything from us. So you should call today. And for the low price of $39.82, we'll install these cameras anytime you like. Each camera has a special infrared vision too. So that way, you'll also know if you have ghosts in your house as well. It's two tools for the price of one. Wow! Do you want to know what your neighbors are doing? It's easy enough. We can install a camera so it's pointing at your neighbor's window. You'll never know with our special covers, including a leaf, a branch, a squirrel, authentic looking squirrel, including gray, red, and rose colors. Batteries not included. So. Time for uh, top ten, and these are my top ten Rick Grimes badass moments from the AMC TV show. Number ten, I'm gonna kill you. The first time he encounters Negan, and he just sees his friend's head get mashed. Pretty badass. He's still calm, and he's still got some fight in him. I'm gonna kill you. that you're gonna have to speak up not today not tomorrow but i'm gonna kill you number nine probably the most memorable part of season two was the finale when rick finally snapped and told everybody he didn't want the leadership role but he was gonna take it and if anybody didn't like it well as he told them maybe you people are better off without me Go ahead. I say there's a place for us, but maybe maybe it's just another pipe dream. Maybe, maybe I'm fooling myself again. Well, why, why don't you why don't you go and find out yourself? Send me a postcard. Go on, there's the door. You can do better. Let's see how far you get. No takers? Fine. But get one thing straight. You're staying. This isn't a democracy anymore. That was a powerful Rick Grimes moment. This isn't a democracy anymore. That is a fucking amazing moment. It is. It's intense, too. 
the attack on the Savior's outpost when uh, Rick and his uh, crew went to first try to assassinate Negan. They went to the outpost thinking Negan was there. And they snuck around stabbing people in the fucking temples while they slept. And then when shit did hit the fan, the fucking gunfire that that took place, probably one of the best action sequence ever in The Walking Dead, especially with Rick involved. It was... Pretty good, good. for sure. Seven. One of my favorite moments in the show. We all remember the cannibals. And Rick said to Gareth, the leader of those sick cannibal fucks, when he had mentioned to him about the weapons in the bag that he stashed out in the woods, remember? And at the end of his spiel of all the weapons that were in the bag, he looked at Gareth and said, and one red machete. That's the one I'm going to kill you with. And then, a few episodes later, they finally got fucking Garth and his fucking asshole friends, Gareth, sorry, and his asshole friends, in the church. And they surrounded them. And Rick made good on his promise, and it kicked some serious ass. But you cross someone's path. You do this to anyone. Right. Besides, I already made you a promise. That was fucking awesome. The way he came out of the shadows out of nowhere. And he was like, yeah, he was, that was a moment where you saw Rick Grimes where he was like, I'm sick of this shit. And it was fucking, yeah. Number six, Rick runs down a cop. Do you remember when they went to go to rescue Beth? And the cop was running away from Rick. His hands were tied behind his back. And Rick got in the cop car and started chasing him. And he said to him, stop. Very, very calmly, very fucking to the point, stop. Two, three times he wouldn't stop. So Rick hit the gas, ran him down. And then, I love Rick's reaction when he got out. Looks at fucking Bob the cop and goes, all you had to do was stop. Like, in a matter of what is wrong with you type voice. That was pretty badass. That obviously was a point in Rick's life where you knew, yeah, fuck with this guy. For sure. One of my favorites, number five, you can pick your time. You can pick either the time when Lori died, his wife, and he lost his shit on the the walkers and went through the fucking cell block. Or... You can pick the time when Alexandria was overran by zombies, and then when Carl was shot, he went out and went ham, and the whole town got behind him, and they fucking got rid of all the walkers. Uh, That was a really big badass moment. Yeah, man, either one, just crazy. Number four, when he kills Pete, the doctor of Alexandria. The one that was beating his wife and shit. I only picked this one because if you look back at the clip, it shows the savagery of Rick Grimes at the time. There was no hesitation, no nothing. He spun around all in one shot. Bang, you're dead. Then number three in his final episode. Man, when he pulled himself off that rebar, when it was sticking out the side of his body, after he talked to Shane, and Shane yelled at him and told him to... Or, sorry, when... No, that wasn't Shane. That was when he was uh, talking to himself in the fucking hospital bed, and he looked at himself and said, Wake up, asshole. 
And he woke up and he was about to be fucking taken over by a horde man. And he took his belt off and fuck, pulled himself off that rebar. Are you kidding me? That's one hardcore motherfucker. That's crazy. And then we'll get to the results of that as we get to the top two. Number two. I don't even know what to say about this scene when Rick rips Joe's throat out. Those badass fucking creeps that Daryl was hanging out with after the fucking prison. Yeah. And he was going to rape Carl and shit. Man, are you kidding me? Sent a clear message that Carl was off the menu, though. I guess. That's crazy. Man, that is one of the most shocking scenes probably in the history of that show so far. You just did not see it coming when you first watched it. Oh, definitely not. He was like, damn. And number one. His final scene in The Walking Dead. You know, the scene that's fondly now remembered as I found them. He's hallucinating, looking for his family. Gets to the bridge. He gets a little assist from Daryl one last time. He puts the gun up, his fucking python, and he shoots the TNT and blows everything to shit. And they think Rick is dead. But we all know that he's not. He gets carried away by the helicopter people. But anyways, that, if you watch that scene, like, wow. That's some powerful fucking TV. I don't care who you are, as far as I'm concerned. Next top ten will be top ten zombie movies, motherfuckers. Five fun facts about... Weed. Five. It's a great chronic pain reliever. Four. Marijuana is about 8,000 years old. At first, it was not used to get high. Its seeds and oils were used for food in China. Three. The concentration of THC in weed today is five times greater than in the 1970s and 1980s. True. So far, marijuana legalization facts include only Uruguay and Canada as the two countries where recreational marijuana is fully legalized. Uruguay was the first country to legalize it in 2013. Canada had medical marijuana legalized since 2001, but it took us 17 years to make recreational use legal as well. And number one... The biggest weed farm is located in Alberta, Canada. Aurora Sky is estimated to be making over 17,000 pounds of marijuana at this moment. God damn! Their farm is 30 acres. Next episode... Five fun facts about... Beer! Sorry folks, but my, uh, all my yammering at the beginning of the podcast, we kind of, uh, got caught on time here. So uh, we're at 2 hours and 21 minutes now, and we got pretty much a 3-hour limit, not even, I don't think. No. So I guess we're going to uh, save animation for another time. At least we got in video games, we got to talk about that. Oh, yeah. So, did we do 5 fun facts already? We just did it. Okay, good. Make sure we get that in. About wee! Yeah, that's a good one. The next one about beer. It's good, too. It's pretty funny. There's a couple real quirky facts about beer in there. It's good stuff. Damn right. So, I guess the only other thing left to do is have our uh, usual little discussion at the end of every podcast. The ramp? That's what it's... I don't know, I guess. So, 
I've been, it's not really a rant, it's more a thought this week. So, I was thinking the other day about different new quirky stuff that we can eventually do on the show. And remember the one that I came up with, question period? Oh, yeah. You know, where you ask questions like, kind of, but it's like, you just ask weird questions like nobody knows the answers to, you know what I mean? Are we doing another one? Like, why won't corn uh, digest? Are we doing another one? What? So what you're saying? We're getting into another one? One of what? It's like, what ifs? If you want. Is that how we're doing this? If you want. Do it right now. So, if we see, if we can't see air, right. can fish see water? Hmm. Or, yeah, or do they just, like, go through the world like it's, we do oxygen, but it's water for them. And now, well, think about this then. What about amphibians? Like turtles. That's really messed up then. How do they see the world? Think about that. That'd did, be fucked up. Did they see it like a fish or did they see it like... Like you go, they go up on land and it's like fucking being in the ocean for them. Being in the ocean is like being on fucking land. Maybe. Their whole world is backwards. Think about this. <laughs> what if Thor from Marvel fucked Wonder Woman from DC and had a baby? It'd be crazy. That'd be one badass motherfucker, wouldn't you think? Thing would have to be like Hercules. What? If it was a dude, it'd be like Hercules. Kinda, but it'd also have Amazonian. But if it was a woman, which it'd probably be. Yeah. Goddamn. Be one hell of a warrior, I tell you that much. That'd be fucked up, wouldn't it? There's just things I think about at night. Your turn. Would you grave rob one of those pods? No, man, it's way too much hassle. Is this, are we still playing what if, right? Or is this a yeah, personal just, question? Just, is that a personal question? You're saying I'm a grave robber? You think I'm a grave robber or something? Maybe. I don't know what you do on your spare time, man. That's not it. Can't you just say that? It's your story because you're on record. Yeah, that's it. That's it. What if pencils were still made of wood? Guess we'd still have wooden pencils. What did people do before acts? I know there must have been... I don't know, get a sharp rock? I will fucking know. Did they just punch it like it was Minecraft style? Well, that'd be crazy if they did. Obviously, if they did that, history's not telling us the whole story. What if Batman was actually in Canada? We'd have to operate out of Toronto or Vancouver. I think, from what I can figure, they're the two scummiest places in Canada <laughs> other than Fort McMurray. What? Anyhow. Are you done your game now? That was the, uh, I don't know, I guess it, we'll call it the what if game. Yeah, why not? Is that what we're going to call it? Yeah. The what if game. See, here's the thing about the questions period, right? He asked stupid questions like, I don't know, why does your shit fucking change color randomly? Is it your diet or is it just because we're alien hybrids and the government has been hiding that fact from us forever? Ooh, conspiracy time. Dun, 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 dun. Stupid conspiracy time? Okay. Has the government been forcing us food our whole life to be cannibals for aliens? What? Has the government been force feeding us food our whole life to be cannibals for aliens? You mean be food for aliens? Yeah, food for aliens. It's possible. I'm put past them. Fucking government, man. You got a stupid conspiracy theory? Yeah, you know what? I do. I think there's a conspiracy, but I don't think it's just one or two people. I think they all play dumb, but they're all they all know 
because they just do. They're like this secret cult of disgusting fat fucking scooter fucking driving assholes. Now you must be thinking, what brought this on? Well, I'll tell you what brought this on. I swear to fucking God. Okay, I don't swear to God because God's bullshit. I swear to my rhino fucking figurine sitting right in front of me. And he's pretty cool and I like him. So I'll swear on this figurine, damn it, right there, that these motherfuckers, they all know because they all do it. They all get in your fucking way and they either try to run you the fuck down or they try to make you late for work. (laughs) Or they just try to confuse you because they can't figure out what to do. And so they just fucking go back and forth, back and forth in one spot and talk to the fucking invisible man on the fucking moon for all I know. But these motherfuckers, and we've all seen them, and you can all sit there and go, Oh, that's some bad hate. Well, fuck you, because we've all ran into them. I don't care if you're at the shopping mall or you're just walking down the street. Most of those people are screaming out of their own hate. Fucking cocksuckers think they own anywhere they can fucking drive. And they don't give a fuck. And they they will, man. Some of them would would literally run you over. Like, zero fucks given. Is it because they're pissed off because I got legs? Working legs still and they don't? I understand, man. You, You giggle, but seriously. And they all fucking do it, man. They all do it. What's wrong with you fucking people? I'm sorry that you're obese. I'm sorry that you have to be in a goddamn scooter fucking rocket fucking walker. Whatever the fuck you people, how you get around. Oh, I said you people. Oh, look out. Oh, you... Oh, don't cherry in it now, aren't you? All I'm saying is, you know what? These motherfuckers can have a little more goddamn courtesy. You know what? You always scream at fucking people that aren't disabled and fucking people in vehicles. You guys share the fucking road with us in the fucking sidewalk. We're fucking people too. Really? What well, goes both ways, motherfucker? You can have a little respect and slow the fuck down when you're on the sidewalk. Or maybe try to make an attempt to, you know, move over a little bit as well. It's called common courtesy. A Faster, you know what I mean? Either way, it's called common courtesy, man. God damn it. You know what? God damn it. We lost white power. Damn it. Beyond, motherfuckers. Beyond. Hi there. Budman here, the tech man from Nothing Sacred Podcast. If you like what you heard, like and subscribe to join the cult of motherfuckers. And send us feedback through Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, and our website. If you have something for our lovely segments such as Five Fun Facts About or It's On The Net or It's In The News or That's History, let us know. And as always, 20 minutes later. Wow! That wasn't so bad. They used really good lubrication. Oh, I think someone is coming now. Are you the coffee cup killer? You are not helping. 
guard, you should probably leave. These questions are about to get really personal. Oh, oh fuck. Sorry. I had that shit, man. I had that.